You are a physician and a doctor. I mean, you work in the infirmary, so when anything happens with our monks in terms of injury or sickness, you're there to care for them. Uh, you have this wonderful medical background, and yet you're there praying for the Lord. Talk a little bit about the ministry of the monastery and being a Benedictine monk. Well, it was a total surprise for me too as well, because I never, actually never knew that I was called to a monk, never knew anything about the monastery or never heard about Angel Abbey. And it was just a door that opened at the last minute uh, after I was finishing my training, uh, residency in family medicine down in Sacramento. And I was looking for a sign, waiting for a sign. I didn't want to apply for any jobs, um, didn't do any job interviews because I was still waiting for God to show me what the next step was. Um, so my first option was to volunteer for a medical mission organization. But I still felt like I was called inside to dedicate my whole life to God because I knew my primary vocation wasn't medicine, it was God. But I didn't know how that's going to look. So I, I, I trusted him, I surrendered to him, and then I asked a priest if he had any advice. And he told me, go look into Mount Angel. And mm. that was it. Came up for a visit, applied. <laughs> that was it. And a month before I was done, got accepted. And at graduation dinner, I announced that I was instead of heading to a clinic, I was heading to an abbey in Oregon. Mm. I, you know, this is how God changes things, right? Because you were praying, Brother Louis. You were praying. We're talking about how does Jesus change us when we have a relationship with Jesus Christ and we have a true relationship with him as he's present in the Holy Eucharist, he guides our lives. Yes. He guided you. Yes, he, he And we're does. grateful for that. He does. <laughs> he, he always does. If there's a opening the door, a opening for a door where he can work his, his miracles and his grace. To, and for me, it really started uh, being an ignorant uh, Catholic, very simple-minded, really didn't, didn't go to any Catholic school uh, as a child. Um, I didn't know too much about our faith besides going to Holy Communion and Confirmation class. That was, that was my only religious education in the faith. So I didn't know about the Bible, about Scripture too as well, but I, I felt like I, there was a seed, a desire inside to seek God. And one of the first desires that God planted himself was a desire for the Eucharist, too. I was really drawn to the Eucharist early on through Catholic youth um, uh, functions and meetings, too, on Friday evening. And then there was something that happened, too, early on. Just one of the, the parish priests asked if I could be the altar coordinator, even though I have no experience in my past. I was never an altar server growing up, either. Too, but he just asked me out from nowhere. So I just accepted that offer. Mm. And there was a lot of learning in the process of doing teaching myself before I could teach others to do it too as well. So one of the blessing of that position was I had now had key to the church. So I can go to the church and to the Blessed Sacrament anytime you know, I had free time. And so when I was working, doing training, there was this church on the way home, um, from work, from the hospital. And I remember one day, one evening, it was Christmas Eve. After coming home from the hospital, I was still wearing scrubs. I just wanted to go inside the church and be with Jesus. So I came in, opened the, the church, was all by myself. It was Christmas Eve evening, too. I was exhausted, tired, sat in the front pew, right in front of the altar, 
and just spent time with God. I, I don't know where that desire came from, of course, likely God himself. But uh, for me, that, looking back to those are the, the moments of grace that God was drawing me to him in the Eucharist to as well. So that was really defining in my faith journey uh, toward God. 